0: This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, we've packed a number of shows together to give you some highlights. I know you're going to enjoy the show. Thank you for being with us today. Obviously, massive commitment. That's a big thing I want to share. Massive commitment, really overcommitment. And you've heard me talk about it many times on the show. That's pushed me to do many things that I would have never done without really over committing and then having to make it happen having to make it happen and this is one of those times in, you know selling the farm moving to town having to move twice and then uh, buying this other house we quickly put up two two walls in the corner of this basement to to make an office I mean like the week we moved in I had to find a place to record so the show I'd started recording interviews for the podcast and and I think I went, I went to our church office, and it just happened to be the day I was off work for, for my federal agent position every other Monday, so two, two weekdays a month. And that just happened to be the day the office church office was closed, and so it worked out perfect. I recorded in there the first mini shows. I would go and set up and record you know, five, eight shows at a time and then come home, and, and that's where it started until I could get that office up and going. Uh, at this house, so anything right there you want to share, Chels? Or um, I mean, we we'll, we'll want I want us to express the hard times uh, during while we were at this house because it's it's very crucial to. This is the struggles of start becoming an entrepreneur and starting a business, uh, but the family component as well. I think I I didn't realize really how much the whole family would be affected and involved, whether you like it or not they're going to be involved. Um, But um, so we, we got to this house, we set up the office all of a sudden. I mean, it is like I'm working more hours than I've ever worked in my life. Obviously trying to keep a daily podcast going and building the team to do that. And um, also having a family, but there's pretty much no time for family, which is, is not something I'm proud of, but it, it was almost a must for a while. And go ahead, Chels.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so when I think about that time there in our little house, I, I really feel like God just made us so fruitful and really blessed our time. I don't think, I do think about it as a working time, But I don't think about it in a negative light. I think about it as um, a season that we were in. And again, on this side of it, it's easy to say that. In the midst of it, it seemed like forever, just every day. Um, And so during that time that we were there, we adopted our third child. And so I have, you know, like a a four and five year old and a newborn um, at the same time. And, you know, newborns don't sleep, and you're trying to get them eating and and all those things. So uh, that was I mean, it's a full time job just to take care of a baby. And then you have two more kids and you have to manage your home. And um, I cook everything from scratch. And so I'm, you know, nourishing everyone as well. Um, So it was a working time. It was a, I mean, a stressful time. But it was a fruitful time. I, God did so many things in our hearts during that time, in our marriage. Um, he just blessed that time. Um, and I think it's so neat for me to feel that way about it. Um, so, you know, the we get up early, and I think we will until we, we go home to glory, because it is it's some of our time together and that's been really valuable we've had some of the best conversations at 5 30 in the morning with the cup of coffee in our hand and we did that during that time um, even though we probably didn't get in as much sleep as we should we were we were up and we were praying and reading and and talking together um, and I think that time just together was was so valuable and that um, God gave us that to Helped hold us together during that time and um, just i I think only through God can you come away from a time like that and be stronger, but because of him we did and I am. God uses all things for good to those who love Him, who are called according to His purpose, and that's so true. God used that time for good in our in our own hearts, and in you know our marriage, in just so many ways for us to to really be fruitful during that time. So, yes, it was a struggle. Yes, it was really difficult. Um, I think in my mind too, I was thinking it's not going to be forever. God really gave Whitney faith to keep going and to keep working. And he was, I mean, he just didn't give way to discouragement. I mean, there would be times there would be things that would come up and that would be discouraging or, or hard or problems to work through all the time. But it, you didn't give way to a spirit of discouragement. You just kept going. There was this perseverance that God gave you. And so I think that was contagious for me. I think as the leader of our family, to see you working like that was just motivating for me too to keep going. Um, and, I, and I had faith, you know, in the Lord, but also just in you that that you would, you know, I could see all the things that you were doing and and wanted to support you and bring you up. And, and instead of being being the uh, nagging wife um, and and bringing you down during that time, so I. Um, I think it was it was hard for the children also. Um, I think, you know, he'd always been training horses. So the, the atmosphere was Saturdays are with daddy, Sunday afternoons, but there wasn't a lot of interaction otherwise. Um, so I'm not sure they had a good comparison to expect a lot of time with you, but there was a window in the office, and I remember you talking about you know, you could see the kids playing in the backyard, but that was kind of your view for for those years, um, but not being able to, to be with them as much. So I think it was important for me, too, in the way that I led the children and the way I spoke about our time mm-hmm. to really be intentional about being transparent and saying, yep, we don't like this not seeing dad. We love dad, and we want him to be with us, and we want to do all these things. And we're praying that, yes, that does happen soon, and we get there. But there's this season of time where, you know, we're just going to really have to jump in when dad can be with us. And when he can't, we're going to have to just pray for him and support him in other ways, you know, that we can. Um, So I think it was really important for me to talk to them during that time and you to talk to them and say, hey, you know, we really want daddy to be with us, but this is a season and we're going to pray for him and we're going to Value the moments that that we do um, have together. And I think a lot of your time off that you had to take during those years too was for real estate and for traveling. So there wasn't as much, um, you know, like, oh, let's just take, you know, four or five days of vacation every few months or something because that was, you know, oriented toward real estate. So I think on the outside, it was easy for it to look like, all you were doing was working, and so it was important to tell them and other people that um, here's the goals. This is why we're doing it, and it's a season. It's it's a a time that we are digging in and and investing.
0: No doubt, uh, some very difficult times, and I I wanted to highlight, you know, like during the I'm glad Chelsea brought up just the ages of the kids as well and everything she was doing i mean she she does an amazing amazing job just taking care of all of us and during this time you know when i was jumping into this we were doing the daily podcast now and those days uh, and each of you listening have heard this but i want to say it again i mean we would do 12 to 15 shows back to back to back just cuz that's when i had time to do it right? And if we couldn't get that many done, then which was often, because uh, it's hard to schedule that many people, right? Uh, you know, I would do them during the week. After, after work, I would come home from, you know, my federal agent position, would run downstairs to the office and start recording shows or, you know, take phone calls or emails or work with the team. I had, you know, four or five virtual assistants that were doing everything on the production side of the podcast and it was all i could do to keep up and uh, you know chelsea was also practically working more than two full time jobs while taking care of all of us and i was i was also traveling to as many conferences as i possibly could you know at least once if if not most of the time twice a month like flying somewhere to network and meet you know as many people as possible I knew that was crucial in building a network and getting started. And so I was just gone a lot. And thankfully over many years uh, you know with the government I had I had built up lots of uh, vacation time and that's what we would use it for and and I you know I would take off a, a Thursday Friday or Friday Monday for travel and you know I would still get home. I would get home you know, at midnight on Sundays from, from from some trip and then have to record 15 interviews that Monday. It just wasn't an option not to do it. Uh, we just had to do it. And, and it just wasn't an option to sleep in, uh, you know, or cancel, or uh, it just couldn't have kept up otherwise. Um, just to paint some intensity of the picture there. Uh, it was quiet. even
1: when we drove back from our third adoption we came and we drove i think it was probably 16 hours that we drove all the way back and the next morning i mean i think all of us slept 3 hours and i went to go get us some food with you know the baby and all the kids and you went downstairs and recorded interviews all day even that day i mean we we just not slept and so that's the kind of commitment level that I always say he was willing to make and he says we because he knows it's a commitment for everyone but that's the that's the kind of thing that was done regularly just nope don't make excuses make it happen just do it just keep going and um I just think you know God gave you the grace for that and he honored your obedience in your continued efforts.
0: Yes. He he definitely definitely did. Uh, you know, one thing too, we had to say no to many things, right? Many good things, right? Not just things that are, are kind of maybe, or we can call them bad, but things that aren't necessary, but many good things, even, uh, you know, being with friends or, you know, church events that we would normally be very involved in or, or it just, I don't know. I mean, many things that you would typically go do on the weekends, maybe that are exterior to, you know, work or that mindset, but just to do something different or take the boys even fishing or, you know, good things, right? had to say no to for a long time. And, And I think even... Receiving probably uh, some criticism from some kind rebukes. That's right. From, um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. From
1: loving people, um, our care group leaders or pastors or friends that would say, How's family life going? You seem to be gone a lot, you know, and that kind of thing. And um, <clears throat> so those were good things. And we, we mm-hmm. are so right. thankful for people in our life that will say things like that to no us doubt. because it's such a kindness. Um, but at the same time, you know, we weren't able to go to to small group much and just all the things that we really wanted to be involved in. And so I think that's where thinking long term was really helpful for us, because if you stay in that moment, it it can get very, very heavy. But I think thinking long term, thinking it's not going to we're praying it's not this way for much longer or forever. We're just working this for a short time. That wasn't our plan long-term because we know that would be destructive for, for everyone. But um, we were willing to commit for a season for a life that God had put in our hearts to dream about.
0: So we missed out on a lot. Chelsea and I endured a lot. The kids also endured a lot and, And we, we, I I try to bring that up on shows and interviews that I'm on uh, because I don't feel it's talked about much, uh, you know, in our industry, probably in many industries, just the commitment level for the spouse and the children as well. It is a team effort to say the least, Uh, you know, just working. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate they knew that they wouldn't see me until Sunday, most week, weeks. I mean, they... Yeah, up early, you know, before they're awake and then in the office till really late, usually having appointments. So and so they, you know, like interviews or something. So it's hard for them to even come in the office, right? To to talk uh, and it was not the best, but uh, you know, it is uh, with the the intensity that we took it uh, to get to where we're at this fast. And yeah. Anything else about that season you think, Charles, that is helpful to the listener?
1: I think it's important to remember all of that. I think it's good for us to to remember that often, um, just to and to call that to mind for for our children as well, for them to see. That time, I think kids are also really resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of our children, um, we live in a beautiful place now with this gorgeous farm, and I mean, it's just a dream. We have this porch over here that you can't see where the sun's rising and you can see it over the trees and it's the screened porch. I mean, it's just beautiful. Um, but one of our one of our kids was really sad. To leave our little house in the city and we we had put up a a privacy fence there thank god we did that and they played for hours upon end there and we had a little playroom uh in the basement you know that had their toys and he was really sad to leave those things because that was a lot of what he knew and what he remembered yeah and what he remembered and so um i think you know they thought it was a fun time too and they you know they just did great and it's another testimony to just god's favor and sustaining grace during that time that they didn't you know they just their love for you grew because they thought dad is the coolest person ever and i really want to see him instead of you know being upset about it so anyway god's just gracious and we're i'm just thankful that that that's how it seems to them in in their
0: hearts as well so during this time thankfully we had made decent or pretty good decisions financially you know because of that Dave Ramsey book and those things we had paid off student debt as as quick as possible, really soon after moving to Roanoke we paid up we were really debt free including student debt i mean everything for many years mm-hmm. and and that uh, but then the financial burdens of adoption and we really probably spent everything we had on the first adoption uh, after paying off debt. And then, you know, uh, Chelsea was, we were both working full time and we had paid off um, student loans. We had no debt. We were also, uh, we had funded the first adoption the Lord provided in a big way just through our jobs uh, at that time. But that took everything. And, but now, you know, speeding up to where we're at now, you know, we were in our, during our third adoption and we... We didn't know where that money was going to come from. And if you are a podcast host, or if you've thought about hosting one, if you looked at, and you've looked at how much it costs, you know, you, you times that, you know, by 30 per month, and you know, it's very expensive to produce a daily podcast. And I don't know really in the beginning, what I thought, where that money was going to come from. I'm, I don't know. I mean, I just thought, okay, we're just going to make it happen one way or another. I didn't really give it an an option to not do it the way we, we did it as far as the daily show. But the the financial commitment, I don't believe that I realized how much that was going to take. And, and not just producing the show, but just all the team members and other people to help with lots of things. Uh, that
1: Because you were still working full time and your time had to be recording the show and that's pretty much... Right, like you're maxed out at that point.
0: Right, right. And it it was there were months where we didn't know if we were going to be able to produce the show the next month. You know, because financially we couldn't afford it. I mean, many, many times.
1: I'm not sure you always told me that.
0: I didn't probably always share that. Uh, I'm sure she could sense it, and you know, in my (laughs) attitude or things, but. Uh, you know, just many months where I I wasn't sure, like, how are we going to pay for it next month? I'm like, are we going to have to take out a loan to make this happen? We can't stop, right? I'd probably produced, I mean, many, many, many shows by this point, you know, and 100, 200, I don't know. uh, And we can't stop at that point. That's not an option. That would be a complete failure then, right, to quit. And so, but there were months where we didn't know. We were not sure. Like so, we were during this time. We were pursuing our third adoption. We would already spent many thousands of dollars on the adoption as well. We had done lots of fundraising. We had raised money, and and then we had a failed placement. Which we won't go into everything about what that means. But ultimately, we lost what twenty five to thirty thousand dollars. We had spent seven months in this process and thinking, wow, or Wait, actually not seven no, months. we had spent by this point
1: it's almost two
0: years, almost two years in this pr- adoption process. And now it was like, not only have we lost all this time, but we've also lost all that money and we still want to adopt, but what are we going to do?
1: So God, again, equips you and provides for you. calls you to and so the burden of a failed placement is heavy because you have this desire in your heart and you've worked really hard for it and then the bottom just falls out from underneath you and you just you have a lot of questions um however we believe in the sovereignty of god and that he ordains all things and that he loves his people and he gives good gifts to those who love him and so we could We knew we had to trust him even then, um, and turns out he can be trusted mm. <laughs> and he um we have a friend in Whitney has a friend in real estate that was doing an event and heard about what happened and used the event as a platform to raise another twenty five thousand dollars in a weekend for us to be able to um continue to adopt. And so, long story short, we could go into all kinds of beautiful things that God's done in adoption, but long story short, um, as we had our failed placement, we were actually matched again right away. And so, six weeks after our failed placement, our daughter was born, and God already went before us and had provided that money ahead of time, and we were able to, to financially get through that as well. And and bring her home, um, and so financially through real estate, adoption, doing all these things at the same time. Um, I don't feel like we were being irresponsible or committing to things that were just, um, not reasonable. But at the same time, we were <laughs> we were asking God to do big things financially to sustain us all of that time financially, and and He did. There was always be He would make a way. Sometimes it seemed kind of last minute, but God's always on time. Um, And so he would come up with a way. Here's, you know, sell this property and here's some money to keep going.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll give a shout out to Dan Hanford. Most of you may have heard of him before, but just an amazing friend. And he called me. He called me after he'd heard about the failed placement and all the money loss and he was doing a big event and he just said, hey, why don't, what if we did a fundraiser during the event? And I was like, well, that would be amazing, right? How encouraging. And he did, I mean, just immediately launched this fundraiser, raised what, 25,000 or so. I mean, just in a few days from people in this industry, it tells you a lot about our industry, a lot of friends that, that I had made over the, you know, the year or so before that time you know, it really came together and helped provide for our adoption in a big way and, and just very grateful. I, it's, just, it's just amazing to see that happen, the friendships that I'd created over a long period of time, and then even with Dan and him putting that out and how just our industry uh, came together to, to help us at that time. And so just amazing time. But, but even, uh, I had partnered with an, with an, a guy in, in Roanoke and bought a, a 15 unit apartment building, uh, during this time as well. And that was a learning experience to say the least also. And there was, there was a month where we were like, I don't know, I don't know if we can produce a show next month, you know? And, and he actually, he approached me and said, Hey, you know, if you'd like to get out of, of this project, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd be happy to buy you your portion, and the, I mean it was the perfect timing. I mean, we went to the bank, and he wrote me a check, and I'm like, okay, now we can now we can still produce the show for a few months and eat. <laughs> and so, so you know, just numerous times the Lord provided in unexpected ways like that that we just we don't have a a good. Uh, Uh, What description or a good way to explain how it happened, but but he did. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today.